Today on the AF Podcast is the annual, the yearly, the every 12 month or so edition of the, of the State of the Raptors Address, where we break down the Toronto Raptors current season, a review if you will. We, we discuss the direction of this team in the next couple of years to move on or to commit to Fred Van Vliet, whether or not Scotty Barnes needs more room for his wings to spread, if we believe in, in Jakob Poto, if we believe in Jakob, Plus, we explore Nick Nurse's impact in the locker room, if it's still Masari Trust, and we break down every area of the Raptors' season. And on a non-Raptors note, we share our thoughts on John Morant. And normally these pods, at least this specific episode, are usually completely Raptors-centric. How can we overlook the way John's moving right now? The answer is, I mean, we can't. And when I say we... I mean, my South Sharad family members. I'll introduce them in a moment. Uh, but with all that said, I thank you in advance for tuning in. If you haven't checked out my latest episode of the Av Podcast with Vision Poet, the creative trash piece theater, it's on social media. I don't know exactly what you're waiting on, but but go check that one out after this one, wherever you listen to podcasts, or watch it on my South Sharad YouTube channel. And whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, I'm on it. And you can tune in on SouthShireAve.com for all things South Shore Ave, including the catalog, which I'm going to really start like reintroducing, you know, in, in the next month or I should say this month for some of my favorite episodes to clips of the forgotten and most interesting ones you'll see soon enough. Plus hit that five stars wherever you're listening, like you got money on it and we're not worth the bet over here. Damn it. And also rate, review and subscribe if you haven't already. Especially the five stars because it drives this vehicle. Please, please, and thank you. All right, let's get this started. But before we do, this was recorded originally on Sunday before Scotty Barnes got thrown out of that Nuggets game by Scott Foster, which even shocked the shit out of his, his fellow ref, which you can see the clip of, of the ref's face is it's actually pretty funny. All right, so unfortunately, that's not included in today's episode. All right, there's my disclaimer. Otherwise, please enjoy. It's the podcast of Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. We, we the North. We're, we're still saying that, right? Welcome to the Av podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. All right, welcome to the Av podcast. I'm joined by my South Sharaf family members, as always, for this episode. I'm joined by Julian, aka Jules the Commish. And the head coach of Team XL Hoops and Red Rush Ontario AAU program, COO of Team Lightskin. And he now has the responsibility for delegating within his team the responsibility of being the Dylan Brooks Whisperer. Please welcome back <laughs> Randall Walter as well. <laughs> How you guys doing today? I'm good, man. <laughs> Dylan Brooks Whisperer. I like that one. <laughs> Somebody's got to take care of him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got 16 T's already, man. He's already losing <laughs> games. Shit is just got in the march. I'm like, oh, how's that even possible? I don't know what's more exciting to watch him just go out there and just just kind of play the villain like a like a WW we, we call it E wrestler, mm-hmm. or, or 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 actually even him walking into games looking like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely embraced that that entire role. Sure. Oh, 100%. 100%. He's, he's figured out his role in, in the league where, mm-hmm. wherever he goes, mm-hmm. if it's if it's not in Memphis forever. But like, he's, he's definitely figured some stuff out. I mean, they're writing articles about him about his ways now. So 
which I find I find like <laughs> hilarious in itself. Which is great though. It's, it's like yeah. To, to, because to, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was saying if you really look at, he's lucky to even be in the NBA. Well, not lucky. Not I think lucky. He was like projected to be in the second round, right? Like, I think, was he even? He drafted? was second. No, round. he was drafted second round. I thought he should have been higher. To be honest, with you. he was a player yeah. of the year in the Pac-12. Yeah, but he was like a tweener. No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he can't play. I take it back. I don't mean he's lucky to be in the NBA, but I didn't think his career would have been like a, a regular rotation guy. Like, I didn't think so personally. I thought he had the talent, but it was always that knock that he was a tweener, he was a shooting guard, he was a small forward, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. But, um, you know, he definitely made a, made a, he carved a, he carved himself a role in, in the NBA, obviously. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, crazily. I mean, that's the thing. It's 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 funny now. Toronto Ballers has gotten to the point now that we we actually got they actually have villains. We got villains <laughs> out of the city, right? <laughs> yeah, we need right. that. We, 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 need we, we were just happy to get guys in the league. Now 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 they got villains and people who hate them. Like it's just like wow. Like that's that that's that's an a, achievement within itself, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not us soft anymore. Yeah, I was, I was, that's what I was oh, going to say. It's a different look. It's a yeah, different look for us, which is yeah, good. yeah, absolutely. That's God now. That's God now. We got Dylan. It's God now. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. I was just down in North Carolina. And we played this team from South Carolina, mm-hmm. and it was getting chippy. And these guys were talking some reckless stuff. It's like, man, these guys think they're playing hockey over here, man. These Canadians don't know what's good. These guys are assholes. And I'm sitting there like, yo, man, come on, man. It's not like I would say, hey, you guys are from Boston. You guys you guys play hockey too out there? Mm-hmm. Shut mm-hmm. up. You know what? Just take, just take the L from a Canadian. <laughs> Which they, they've had oh. to take more and more of now. That's that's the crazy part, at least in the AAU scene. They have to take more and that, of and, the, and that's why the game has caught up to them like, across the world, right? Because yeah. they're not preparing themselves. And taking like, they're taking these other countries or lightly or not looking at them at the same level or light as fellow um, Americans, right? So then next thing you know, Europeans, Canadians, even Philippines, like all these countries are just slowly creeping up. Well, well, well. The thing is, they do. They just may not want to accept at least some teams, but like they they do because I know when my nephew was in high school, like I remember he was telling me right before he went to college that that every every time he told somebody who's from Toronto, they're like, oh shoot, oh you must be nice. And I'm like, yo, oh, okay, I, I, okay. I remember going to these basketball camps, and it was like, Toronto, you got igloos? You from Canada? All they, all, yeah, they, all they knew was, was snow and Carabana. That's all they knew. That's all they knew about about the thing. And they, they, they and I mean, they didn't even know what Carabana was. They just heard the name. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's that as yeah, these days. It's not that bad because you even got now like the refs that be like, they know right away. Oh, y'all from Canada? I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, how do you know? <laughs> Uh, because you guys don't have like four guys lined up for foul shots. You guys always complain about eight second counts because we play FIBA rules, right? So yeah. they, 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 we've been down enough, down there enough that now it's like a, it's not a novelty anymore. It's kind of like, oh yeah, here, yeah, another Canadian yeah. team. But there are some teams that are least, ex- are, are less exposed to us, and they just can't believe that we can ball at the level we can ball at, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that, that's, that's we on we on the up and up, man. We on the up and up, and Shay, Shay Alexander, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I guess it varies, right? Per 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 state, per team, per coach, right? So S- sad thing is the way Shay's playing, man. I'm like, man, he's never coming back to Toronto now. <laughs> Why do you say that? I, I'm, t- I'm talking yeah, about the Raptors, not ever, not not the city, not not for the summer, not for the yeah, summer. Yeah, but why would, why would you say, say that? that? 
Yeah, exactly. Don't why would you say that? Because he's balling, he won't come to Toronto. That's why. Well, no, no. I'm just, I'm just wondering. You know, like the home team might be able to give him that that ridiculous money. You know what I mean? As opposed to a free agency team. But who knows? I guess we'll see what the future holds. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Especially the way the Raptors have been going this year. We'll see. We'll see if that doesn't bear out for the rest of the future. Um, right. You know, for for sure with that. But like you know, every year as we do, we always do the annual. Uh, Raptors podcast that takes a snapshot of of their season before the playoffs, and one of the worst ones we did, I to me anyway, was two years ago because it was COVID. We were all under some sort of lockdown. It was cold as shit, and then the Raptors weren't even here; they were in Tampa, you know. And and you know at that time that team was it was kind of depressing. It had nothing to do with the show. The show didn't suck or anything like that. Uh, however, now you know the team is mired in in, in a scope of mediocrity. Right now they're thirty-two or thirty-three, thirty-two and thirty-three as of this recording. I think they're in the the, the tenth spot. They're they're basically at the edge of the play-in tournament. The most interesting thing that they've done all season, to be honest, was was all the activity at the trade deadline. And yeah. you know when I think well, the whole league. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, C. You said all the activity they had during the trade deadline. Well, participate like like uh, perceived activity. There was activity, but nothing happened. But. There was there was right. a lot of activity Sorry. going into the trade deadline. That's what I mean. Sorry, my bad. Oh no, it's all, it's all good. And you know, again, we all thought it was going to be a fire sale, but right now they're they're twenty seventh versus set defenses in the league. They're they're ranked twenty eighth in a, an effective field goal percentage, which by far means that you're not close to being a championship contention. However, since the trade for Jakob Poto, they've been six and three. So. The prospects are slightly elevated for the rest of the season to make a run of the playoff spot. With that said, how do you how do you guys find the season is going at this point right now as we speak? Now that the trade deadline has come and gone and the the roster is, is solidified more or less, how are you viewing the season right now? Should, who should I start with first? <laughs> it, it don't matter. I'll, I'll go first. It don't matter. Like it, The season has been a disappointment, and there's nobody – that would argue otherwise it's not what we expected um i expected them to be at least top six team um at this point right now so as a fan like i i was at mixed feelings of what to do at the trade deadline and i leaned on wholesaling the team because it wasn't where i had expected them to be at that time that said, going to your point that you made about defense and where they are ranked all year round, I don't know if you looked at where their defense is since Purdo, um, since the acquisition of Purdo. Mm-hmm. They're like, I think it was like top eight in the last 12 games with Purdo there in defense. Yeah. So with that said, he is a missing piece that the Raptors needed. And I would like to see them all play together to end this final, I don't know how many games are left, 15, 18 games left. I, was, I, would want, I really want to see how well they gel. I, this team as a starting five, I don't think is good enough to make to win a championship. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not obviously. naive in any way. I'm not naive, but I think this team put together is a playoff team, and that can get to maybe the second round, and then at that point, I think you should be able to make adjustments and knowing what holes that need to be fit or what or what players that need to be exchanged in and out the um, actual roster going into the next year. So I'm okay with where they are now. Um, but to answer your question for the entire season, it's a it's a D, it's a D grade at this point. It's a D for and you. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. At this point, yeah. Okay. What about you, Randall? 
Well, just to just to piggyback off of what Jewel said, I, I I do think the acquisition or the trade for um, Poto was was beneficial. I understood why they kind of stood pat, um, but y'all know what I'm going to say. You, you, you can't win. You, you're not going to go far with Fred Van Vliet at the helm as your <laughs> your point guard. You're just not. No, I, 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 listen. Fred is a two guard trapped in a point guard's body. He's a good two guard. I, I, like, you know, for me, it's like you look. I look at him and Gary Trent. They're both in the same position, right? Gary Trent's a little bit bigger, right? But <clears throat> both of them are not point guards. They can bring up the ball. You know, they can they can facilitate it at times. But are they going? You know, are they going to be ones at the helm? You know, you want the ball in their hands in certain times of the game to win it out? I, I don't know. I don't think so, right? Like, I look at, like, when Fred Van Vliet was at his best, optimal, he had Larry with him, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't an ideal backcourt, but mm -hmm, really, mm -hmm. like, they, they both kind of bounced off of each other because Larry's more of a point guard, but he also can shoot the ball so he can play off the ball, right? He can yep. attack, you know, and even when he goes, plays downhill, he's really good at, at finding um, the bigs. The other thing Larry was good at is Larry was, is, is I, I love Larry in the pick and roll, right? So that allowed, when Larry's playing downhill, it allowed, you know, a lot of open backside shots for Fred to, you know, to take, which, you know, when Fred set, He's open on the backside, and, and you pass it. You swing it around to him. That's a shot I want. I don't mind Fred taking, but I don't like Fred coming down the court and arbitrarily just taking threes in transition and taking threes. You know, instead of of of, of reading other plays, like that's just not not effective. And then what happens because the ball is stuck in everyone's hands, there's no flu fluidity. The ball comes back to him in, at the end of shot clocks, and I can't blame him on it. But then he chucks up these ridiculous threes. It, which even hurts his shooting percentage even more. But so am I, you know, you, you asked me like what I like about this team. I don't like anything about it. We talk about the Raptors. Stop it now. Stop. Hold on. Stop it now. Oh, you don't like nothing not, about it. Come just stop like, it now. Jules, how long have you known me? You, uh, we could talk. We go back years. I know you don't like the team, but you said I there's nothing not, to like about the team. That's what you just said. What is there to like about this? You don't team? like Barnes. You don't like, you don't like so you don't like Barnes' potential. You don't like of how the I love Barnes playing. I love I love Barnes. Come potential. on. Okay, okay. Let me break it down for you then. So Barnes. So because we have Barnes, then I'm supposed to look at this team and say, oh, we have Scotty Barnes. He is going to be – he's not the next – listen, Barnes is not the next LeBron. Bron, he's not the next KD. He's not even the next – right now, he's not even the next Pascal Siakam. So, yes, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, but, 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 no, you're right. No, I'm, I'm not – that's, that's not my argument. Or, okay. No, no, I, no I, but I, let me, I don't let have me. an argument. But he said there's nothing to like. That's no, all, that's all what I'm challenging. It? Okay, okay. I just it's, said Barnes. Yeah, but listen, the Raptors, you said this before. What is there to like? Okay, they, the, the good thing about the Raptors, they have enamoring pieces. So the pieces that are on the squad are very, like, I, I love Siakam as an individual, great player. You know, I'm not a fan of, everyone knows, I'm not a fan, fan of, of Fred Van Bleep, but I gave him respect, respect is due. He's, done, he's carved out a great career. He's a good player in the league, right? You know, I, I do like uh, Gary Trent, just a, a good individual player. I love OG, good individual player. I like I like Poto, good individual player. But you put them all together, the stew tastes like shit. 
<laughs> right? You have a lot of good ingredients in there, but the stew tastes like shit, right? So I don't see if, – if they need to make more moves for me to start saying, like, I don't see anything with this team. Like you said, okay, they can maybe be a – They can build team. around a few players. Come, okay. I'm, no, 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 I'm, no. Look, they can I'm build agreeing around, that the team not, is not where we're at. But I'm not what a, am I enamored with for next year if this team comes back? Do you think this team is okay? If they do anything that's going to be great, they'll make the playoffs and get killed in the first round. What do I care about? I have no affiliation with this team. I don't like the way they play defense. I don't like the way that – mind you, like when Poto coming, Poto was – a, a, the answer, like Masai said, to a lot of deficiencies, but there's a lot of deficiencies that weren't addressed that I felt that they could have. And I don't know, right, based on this squad that we see right now on paper, mm. going into the offseason, Julie, I don't feel comfortable with what Masai did in the this year. Because you got two guys you got to figure out what you're going to do with, with, with Trent and Van Vliet. Who are you going to pay? Who you're not going to pay? Are you going to bring them back? Are you going to get anything if you don't bring them back? Right? Th those are the things that kind of mm, we don't really have. Did we trade away our, our draft pick next year? Uh, yeah, um, we did. In, in, uh, yeah. For Pertle. Right. For 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 yeah. I think it's so, some sort of protection on it, but uh, I believe we did. Yeah, yeah. Right. Top 15. Yeah. yeah. Top, top, top 12. 15, top 12 yeah. So, so, like, if we do make the, the, the playoffs, kind of are we we out of that kind of range so we lost out on a draft pick i don't see you know i i feel like we could have at least tried to address the point guard need this year uh at the trade deadline for the last two years for the last two years to be honest with you but right yeah. right but there's just so many what ifs there's so many what nows there's so many why didn't we's that I just don't know which way we're gonna, which way the raps are gonna pivot to be relevant in the near future again, right? Then that's that's all I'm trying to say. Like I don't like it, 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 if Masai plays this game too much of holding tight and he's been lucky. I think his luck is gonna wear out unless he has something up his sleeve, which I don't think he does. Sorry, let, he, let me let me let me be clear. Yeah, it's uh, two second round picks, one in one this year, and then one in twenty twenty five, and the and and the twenty twenty four first round pick for Yakapoto and Cam Burst that they traded. Um, but but at the same time, Randall, so are you saying like when Metro makes like jerk chicken, it sounds good, but when you taste it, it doesn't? <laughs> is that what you're trying to allude to? Yeah, or, or when you go to when you go to the you know like a, a regular grocery store like like a. Uh, no frills, and they have patties there, and like, these patties look good. And you eat them, you're like, why do these patties taste like cardboard? Yeah, like, like, like that's what it is. Like, it's they, not, it looks good. It's right? not, it's not Randy's. Game, it's, like it's not Randy's. It's Andy's, right? Like, no, no, yeah, yeah it's like Andy's. Yeah, it's, it's it's like Andy's patties, and you're like, oh, these look great. Let me buy them. Oh, yeah, I'm great. And you eat them, and you're like, is it, is it supposed to be spicy? Okay. Okay. It? Yo, okay, so I gotta say this because I know you guys are gonna say, Jules, you're biased, and blah blah blah, but. There's still a lot of components from the championship team that's still on this team. I that's agree. I agree with you. One thing. So that's I, I one. Of course, they were okay. bench players then. Two. They were two. bench players. But but then then now they're all stars. Oh god. No. Get, get, and, no. Fred VanVleet was an all star, and Siakam was like since the championship. <sighs> but my point is, there is a lot of chatter as to uh, Calvin. What he mentioned before the trade deadline because there's a lot of teams that see our players as assets they see there there was value there so yeah. that was my second point absolutely that's my 
that's my second point. So now I third point is I do agree with you. This team is not where it should be. So I'm not denying that. And but last point to add on to before Calvin moves on is that I think moves will happen at the end at, because we can't sign everybody. So that's that, that's for sure. So in this off season, we can't sign anybody, and we do have assets that we can trade off. So I think. It all depends on if, if Fred VanVleet opts back in. I think OG has another year left. So we can still make trades. So it's not like we're, we're trapped and these guys are going to walk, right? So Fred OG Van for sure can be... In. Why would he opt in? No, well, I'm not saying he will. I don't think he will either because he's, he's balling a little bit now again where other teams I can see will throw month, will, that will throw money at him in the offseason. But OG, we still have OG to trade, right? The, and doesn't... Um, yeah, trend is... As a free agent too, as well, right? So, but bottom line, we still have OG to, to, to trade off if we need to, which I think will happen. So, at the end of the day, let's just see how it goes. I like Perto. I think we're going to re-sign Perto. I like Perto as like well. Perto um, is almost like that Mark Gasol piece that we missed before. I'm not saying he is Mark Gasol. So, just before you start jumping on me, but I think he's that piece that we needed to guard the big five, rebound, shot block, and I think they can build around Gasol, Gasol, Perto, Siakam. <laughs> Uh, and Barnes. They, that, that's not a bad three to build going forward. Now, are they a championship team? No, no. But to build, yeah, I like it. The, well, that's, well, that's the thing, pieces. right? Like, we, we know we don't have we don't have a superstar. Like, we have a couple all-stars in the last two years, at least, in Pascal and Fred. But we know there are problems within the roster in terms of how they're used, how they're laid out. And then on top of that, how they fit in a conference that got a lot stronger from, from you know, from a year ago. Like, this... This conference this year, the Eastern Conference, is, is is probably the first time in years where they're just as strong as the West, and they probably were stronger than the West before all the trades at the deadline, where KD ended up going to, and, and mm-hmm. Kyrie ended up going out West. Um, but with about what seventeen games to go, you know, we we'll, we'll, we'll see how it rides out. Right now, I would grade this team out about a C minus. Like we're, we we mm-hmm. still got another term to go. You know, if if at best, if they can make it to that sixteenth spot. But at the same time, then they would end up being playing Philly again. But at least the team will be hot and a little bit more ready to go for them, at least ready for them than, than they were a year ago if they make the sixth seed. But I would say, honestly, this is probably one of the hardest teams to watch, man, because, you know, since we've been doing this annual pod, just, you know, mm-hmm. what I laid out before in terms of the, the, the stats, like uh, offensively, it's still hard to watch them score. Like they just they just – and it's been their, their moniker for years. I wish it would change, but it was like they, they still have a hard time scoring. They, they, their, yeah. their points don't come in a good flow. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hard time scoring. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I that, I, so. I'm not, I'm not, It's yeah. more so their defense. It's their D. It's what's killing them. Okay. Oh, for Until sure. Pearl came. Yeah. So I think they can score. I, I have to look at the stats, but. It's their defense. That first point you made before you started, before the question, is that's what's been killing us. Yeah, those the four six nine set, whatever the four players on the foot, that it wasn't working. With Pirtle, there there is a huge difference. Even during gameplay, you can see on um, the plus minuses when he's on the floor, it's a huge difference. Yeah, when he's on the floor, huge no. difference. Players don't even want to drive in. They no. can't back in. Um, Pirtle setting the screens, shot blocking. Well, oh, I, man, I, I, I think what they mean puts everybody in their proper place. I think that's what that trade kind of did. Like, I yeah, think, it does. It I think does. I think Masai right. tried to, you know, like just work with what he had for the longest while, and like doing the the small ball, you know, the the the, the tall wings and long defenders, and that mm-hmm. stuff still works. But you still need a big behind you to kind of make that mm-hmm. really effective. 
Just having well, a bunch of, and we saw it last year in the playoffs. Just having a bunch of six eight six nine guys, you know, as as you move to the real teams in the real in the real season or the playoffs, like you could you could see after a while that's not going to work, right? Yeah. Unless you're Golden well, State, unless you're Golden State or one of these teams, but you have to have special players for that for that to work. And we have good players, but we don't have special players for that to happen as yet. You know what I mean? Well, it yep, worked. Yep. It worked. It worked until until teams started figuring out what to do against us. Because, like you mm. said, we, we just like it's not like if you're gonna pull something like that off. I, I don't think it was a bad, a bad thing experiment, right? Initially, and it worked, right? It, teams were flustered, like remember, but then they started figuring it out because we didn't have enough floor spacing. We didn't really have a true point guard, so it's easy, kind of. Then after a while, kind of figure out a game plan versus it. We have the versatility now to go back and forth to, to throw it out sometimes when they're not expecting it. Um, but again, the, the other thing is 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 Nurse, right? Like, I I have not been impressed with Nurse this season. Some of it is you can't really blame because it it's personnel. Other is just even in this last stretch. Like, I've watched more Raptor games recently because I I, I do like Poto. Like I. Like Julian, I, I'm a fan of him. I think you know, is he a world beater? No, but he, he does things well, and I do agree that he's a piece that you. Need. It's hard to find a good center that just plays center, and he's a good center to play center, mm-hmm. right? And he does. He he. The one thing that I'm pissed off when I watch the Raptors is when we run, like on defense, he is the anchor we needed. On offense, he's the exact type of big we need to either two things run the pick and roll off of I think we are almost unstoppable when Fred runs the pick and roll off of him right mm-hmm. he rolls very well he demands attention yeah. he stags off and now when we start to facilitate and move the ball again we're putting guys in the positions that they're good at to take open shots to drive off of you know you know your kick and then you know if, if you're not a shooter a guy like Pascal to drive to the hole now because the attention's on Fred and Potal right and the other thing too is um is, is when the ball, when we work the ball through Poto. I think people underestimate his facilitation skills. Like, he's really good at, at, at finding the open man. And he the is, ball doesn't yeah. stick when it hits. At least when we go through him once, the ball doesn't stick. Because I find, like, when the when the ball doesn't go through him, and this is a small sample size in the last, what, I probably nine lost. Nine games. Last, he's only been with us nine, nine games. games now, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you, you, you notice, like, again, Van Vliet, when he doesn't go through him, he starts making bad decisions. When you know, even even um, uh, uh, Scotty, right? I, I've been pissed off at Scotty. I don't, I don't take him off the hook either. Like he's been bad decisions, right? But I found that Pascal's been playing better. He's not been as ISO focused. He does when he needs to, um, but we're not moving the ball when it when when when. And, and the other thing is, we're not even putting like um, why is it, why is Nurse not playing Poto more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's my only gripe right now. Like, not only, but yeah, that's my biggest gripe right now. It's his limited minutes. Like, the, he's only playing like like I think under thirty minutes, twenty seven minutes and, a game. Uh, yeah, I thought so without even looking at the stats yeah. we've seen. And at times, I'm like, we need him defensively. Like, I know he may not match up well or whatever, but <laughs> defensively, it's he he needs to be on the floor. So I don't know. We'll and, see. And, I don't know. And that's the thing. He's averaging like 15 and 9 right now. And he's averaging, in, in 27 minutes, he's averaging almost two steals and two blocks a game, which yeah. is actually and pretty you know, good. But the, the it, actually, no, not pretty. It is good. It's really good. Really great for, for Doc. Especially yeah. for a center. 
you know, with the steals, would he, would he, would he, you know, factor in that component? But like, I don't understand why he's only playing twenty-seven minutes right now. I don't, I don't get that either. It, it doesn't make sense to me. So, with Nick Nurse, <laughs> do you feel like Nick Nurse is he's starting to lose a locker room? I don't want to say he's lost it, but do you feel like he's starting to lose it? I, I go ahead, Rand. Go ahead. But again, again, Van Vliet and, and Nurse are not my favorites, but I will give credit where credit is due. Um, the man has pedigree once he won the ring. But wait, I don't know. Wait, if, hold if on, Randall. Has... Randall, hold on. You're not a fan of Van Vliet? Sorry, go on, go on. I didn't, I didn't want to make sure. Just <laughs> All right. Sorry, go oh, on. No, I love Van Vliet. Love, love, love. Okay. Better on yourself. Yeah. But um, <laughs> with Nurse, I, I think he took over the team. In an optimal time, and the one thing that I do, th- I always thought Nurse did well, better than Casey, is his substitutions. He's always been a little bit more methodical and better at it. Sometimes I'm not always a fan of it, but I understand what he's doing. He's like, look, I'm tired of losing. I've tried to play all these guys. Now I'm running with the guys I trust. I'm okay with that as a coach. But I, at the same token, I feel like Nurse has, and all coaches do, but he has this kind of bravado about him. That's, yeah. It's like if you're going to have that bravado about you, you better go about things a little bit more tight, right? Because I feel like I, I, I feel like it's like his way or the highway as well. Like, like that's why him and Casey bash because I feel like Casey was the same way. I feel like he thinks he knows always what the right thing to do is. And if it doesn't work, then he just starts blaming the players. Well, you got to take some accountability this time, partner, because – you know, I, I, I do think that, Jewel, you said it before. There is, we have a lot of pieces on the squad, right? And I just think we didn't have all the right pieces before, but we do have a lot of pieces. That's why during the, the, the trade deadline, everybody was enamored. And, and basically, our whole starting lineup and more were all, everybody was enamored. And, and there's all types of trades for all our players because they're all individually good. We needed that. We need. We just need a few more pieces, but I still think that Nurse, with what he has, has underachieved. Right. Forget about like the bigs and size, all that. I still think that we had enough pieces to to not be as bad as we were. And I think, I mean, when you start to lose, I, I, um, unfortunately, you lose the locker room. Right. It doesn't matter what the culture is like, especially when you have a bunch of guys that former all stars, all stars, guys that are reputable, guys who won a championship. They know what good looks like. <clears throat> so somebody has to settle them down, bring them together and push them forward. And I don't know. I I, I, I don't even think I think Nurt just caught, caught lightning in a bottle. Good coach. But I think he just caught lightning in the bottle and, 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 you know, won a championship. And now he's riding off it because after that championship outside that bubble year. What has he done that was so great? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I, I think he. Um, to your question, see, I, I think he's losing the yeah. locker room. Um, you know, I, I think most coaches do anyhow. Most, not all. After so many years, you know, like players can only hear the coach after so sure. so long. To be honest with you, and then you know, he's not really um, a rookie friendly coach right like he doesn't really develop Younger he hasn't guys. really developed many players yeah right. like of recent and i can see that rubbing you know a lot of the players the wrong way and then he he plays the minutes like for the starters like he runs them to the ground right so that's not gonna that's not gonna help your locker room in terms of the bench players right? and the bench guys right 
Mm-hmm. So I, I, I and 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 to Rand's point in terms of that they're losing <laughs> on top of that. So I I think he's losing it, but he hasn't lost it yet. I think he will definitely lose the locker room whenever Fred Van Vliet leaves, because I think Fred and him are they have like a, a relationship. Fred I think does have a, a a heavy say in the locker room. Um, and I think that when Fred leaves, yeah, I think this team, yeah, Nurse will be <laughs> zoned out or or, <laughs> or he'll, he'll lose a lot for sure at that point. But um, as of now, no, I, I think the 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 the, the culture, the locking, they have the personalities to to kind of like ride out this wave, and I think um, they're fine right now. Now, as for Nurse, my, uh, myself, in terms of his assessment of him, of, of recent, I'm not, I haven't been happy. <laughs> I haven't been happy of how he's been utilizing the um, the bench guys. I think Precious got no minutes last game. Now, I'm not a Precious fan, but, like, there's got to be a, a better way of getting players involved and getting them going and utilizing players to their um, strengths. And he hasn't been doing that of recent Perl hasn't been getting minutes. He hasn't been in at certain times. I'm like, I don't get it. But um, and it's funny because yeah. you know we were at one point looking at like Nurse being one of the most creative coaches in the league in terms of how he uses his yeah. players, uses his bench, like fosters his rotations and stuff. I mean, who knew? Who knew we had the second coming of Coach Tibbs? <laughs> yeah, thought, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, but as to Rand's point, it's personnel too, right? So like, I get it. Like, who you who you gonna bring in Flynn? Like, who are you gonna bring in Birch? Who are you gonna bring in like Thaddeus? You know, these guys aren't really guys that come off the bench and 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 kind of get things going for you, kind of thing. So I I get it. So don't get me wrong. But that said, you can't be riding the players that way. You gotta put in the guys in. You gotta put those other guys in and and have those guys at least get involved or at least attempt to. So, you, you, yeah. you, know, you know what? Because you're the resident Raptor, Raptor man in the, in the, in the South Shirad family, can you explain to me what, what's going on? And th- this speaks to kind of the point that I'm talking about with what, mm-hmm. what we've been talking about with, uh, with Nurse. But, like, what happened to, what happened to the, uh, Banton? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, I, I and, don't know. I, I have yeah. And the reason yeah, why I, I say it. that is because, to your point, like, the, in terms of the development, like, that was a big thing with Casey that I hated, <laughs> that he didn't develop the younger guys that, like, the the, the the 905 did a great job. But when they got there, it's like he didn't, he never trusted it to, to use. And I think, you know, when he started, he was a guy that would use his bench. He would use the younger guys and, and everybody would play. But as time went along, it's like he's trusting those younger guys less and less and less and less outside yep. of Barnes. Yep. Because even, even the Coloco kid, like, I'm like, yo, why isn't this kid, like, not playing, period? I'm like, you, he can't play 10 minutes a game? <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah, I have no answer to it. You know, as a matter of fact, um, the backup point guard is not even Banton. It's not Flynn. It's, um, shoot, forgot who they brought in. Um. I don't mind his game, though. Man, I totally forget him. But the point is, it's not even Banton or Flynn. They don't even see the floor. Yeah. The back, I forgot that. Oh, man, I feel so bad. Like, I, I should know the, the guy. Oh, name. Will they Barton. The, no, not Will Barton. Not Will. No, he just came in, like, last like last week. But, no, they have a backup point guard. But I have to look it up. I'll, when we uh, move on, I'll look it up. But um, the point is that he has totally lost faith in Banton and Flynn. Now, mind you, Banton has been hurt. Um, yeah, 
in and off, in and off for the last like months or so. But even if he was healthy, he would not have seen the floor. He's not seeing the floor. No. So why, to answer your question, why, I don't know. But I can tell you that Nurse does not like Flynn. And and if Banton's not playing, obviously he does not like Banton. Yeah. Right? So... Dalton, Dalton, yeah, Dalton, Dalton. Yeah, my bad. I, 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 don't, I don't mind him. And to be honest, and he is he is better than right now. Um, Benton and Flint. Uh, there's no doubt, like in my mind. But when you have younger guys like that, you're supposed to develop them, and you're supposed to throw them in anyhow, right? So mm. it sucks as a coach, right? It sucks as a coach, but you gotta develop these guys too, right? So. Yeah, it's, it's part of it, especially when you know you're you're not your G League team is lauded as like one of the best uh, run organizations in the league. You know what I mean? Like you have a great farm system coming up, develop developing all the every time the guy comes from the G League. I mean, the the perfect example is Siakam and 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 um and Van Vliet, right? Cause, Powell too, and Powell. Powell, yeah, Powell too as well, Podal as well. You know what I mean? Like, yep, yep. they're great oh, examples yeah. of it. They're great examples yep. of it, but I, I don't feel like it's being utilized the same. It's like it's at not. some point, Nurse like turned into Casey when it comes to that. I, 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 it's yeah. a little weird. Because he starts looking at wins, right? Like I think a lot of coaches are mixed. Like, they, they're looking at Ws, right? They want to win. It's for their own personal resume as well, yeah. right? They're, they're, they're playing for right contract. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? So it's, I know how I like I know, I like they would never come out and say it, but I know what that's what's going on. That's why they're writing these guys minutes. Yeah. Thibodeau, all these guys, they all do it for W's, right? So unless you're like pop, like in San Antonio, you don't give a crap. Like well, you, you yeah, know, you, you, you have that credibility. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you 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 can run on anybody, right? But these guys, these guys are still wanting to win and they're still young in the league and they want to establish establish themselves and have a resume, resume and, and, and w's lead the paychecks right right so that's it that's all that people look at like other gms and whatnot they're not looking at how many players you developed in your five-year tenure in toronto well the ideal gms and presidents will, will look at that but most are not they'll look at the record yeah like 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 i said to me i don't you know and uh, i think i used to mention this even like a couple of years ago that like the way, especially when he when they had just won the championship when they came back and the way you would call guys out in the media and I always thought like you know what I'm like I'm happy that he's able to do this but they're winning it's a veteran team most of the guys have been with him for a long time being that he was an assistant so his word means a lot you know at that at that point in time especially because of the wins the wins were still coming and it was unexpected because we lost Kawhi all that stuff right. But as you know, as time goes along and you're losing more and more of those players from that 2019 team, like I don't mind the fact that he will he'll call guys out in the media and stuff. But he's not coaching a, a bunch of like laden vets that he's always had to trust his every word. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I think I think the problem is like to me, I think he's still one of the more creative coaches. He's one of the best coaches in the league with an actual coaching tree developing. You know what I mean? Because people are trying to. So to this day, you know, like look to look at Adrian Griffin as the next head coach. Chris Finch is over at Minnesota. You know what I mean? So you're starting to see people getting poached from his roster, which is great, right? But I'm wondering right now if he's if at this time if he's the right man for the for the squad. And I'm saying this not because he's a terrible, you know, obviously I just laid out the reasons, but like to what you said earlier, you know, I think every 3-4 years a coach starts to get tuned out unless they're they're really winning some games or championships or whatever, right? So, I think one. I'm just wondering if these guys might need a fresh a fresh voice. Like he's still one of the fresher minds in the league. 
you know, and I think just to cut ties with him will be tough because I think once you let him go, I think other teams will go after him. Oh yeah, for sure. Immediately. For sure. You know what I mean? So you don't want to sure. lose guys like that. Oh yeah. But it's, but it's a tough, it's a tough thing. Cause at the same time, you know, you're kind of losing guys out. Yeah. 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 When you're losing, when you're losing, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, like you can be innovative, you can have great speeches or whatever, whatever guys are going to be like, whatever. We're still losing. <laughs> right yeah you, we're still losing right i hear what you say you want us to do this and that we're still losing it's mm -hmm. not working yeah, we're, so every, then you get tuned out right every, so that's every, where everything comes... everything that you put on the blackboard is not coming to fruition right and right. and then the coach could be like well you guys are executing it right and it goes back and forth but at the end of the day you're still losing so you got to change your approach as a leader as a coach you got to change something find it make it work uh, to the best of your ability at least right whatever the cards that you're dealt with but if you're losing, guys are going to tune you up. Plain and simple. I sh I need more minutes. He's getting too much, too many minutes. Blah 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 blah. I wouldn't run that play. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, no, and and it's true. And going back to Poto, like, so we're we're in agreement here. Like, we're we're you know we we believe in Jakob. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he's not no all-star. He's not no all-star or nothing like that. But we, I believe in him and that he's that piece that we've been desperately needing. He will fill that vo that void for us going forward. It, and I would definitely want to re-sign him. Now, obviously, what that number is, I don't that, know. I would, look yep, at some, I would that, have to look at some comparables. I got to look at some comparables, right? I, I'm not trying to give him no huge contract. But until my man hits free throws and hits outside threes, He's not getting no max contract from me or anything. No. I'm clear to that, right? But like, no, no. But I don't know what the comparable is. I gotta I have to look at what players out there in the league that, yeah. But that's the we thing. Should like, yeah? I mean, look, man. You, given the picks that you gave up, I mean, the second rounders are aren't a big deal. You know, nah. you, you can always you can always no. get that back in trades, whatever. That's not a big deal. But like the first rounder for next year, to me, indicates that you're gonna have to at least sign it back. You know what I mean, but it's just yeah, the yeah, problem yeah. is yep. going going into the off season is what is he signing to? You know what I mean, like what are you paying from to stay? Like I, you, and we have to remember too the cap most likely is well it will be for, you know all intents and purposes it will be going up. You know after the the TV contract runs out in twenty twenty four, so paying him twenty mil a year is that really ex exorbitant? Because that's I mean that's that's um, Norm Powell money, right? Is he is he not worth Norm Powell money? Oh yeah, I think he is one hundred percent. No, yeah, starting center. One hundred percent. Yeah, the starter too. Oh right. yeah, one hundred percent. So to me, for yeah. something was, around there, I'm okay with it. I would. Yeah, but you can, they've got to balance. Got to balance the books though. Like, so if you pay him that, who let are Trent you? Go. Let huh? Trent go. I would rather Trent. For, I would rather Porter for twenty million than sign the Trent for twenty million. Exactly. Right? That, that's so I'm you sign Portal and you let Trent walk. So you're basically trading Trent for Portal, and yeah. I will do that. Any time of the day, any time of the day. So then, why do we trade Trent and get something back for him? Well, but I, mean, I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. I don't know. But you may I, not I, get anything for him now. Well, yeah. Well, no, nope. No, nope. you won't nope. because he's, he's he's he like he has. Well, I think he has but, a player option, but right. But you see, yeah, but at the end of the day, too. But like, we don't. Again, I don't know what he was offered. Like, if somebody's not, if he, maybe Trent is not as valuable as we as Masai perceives him to be and he wants something of value like a first round pick like what did um thing get in new york for um what's the what's the what's the two guard they got oh josh new hart from, who no josh hart you talking about yeah 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 hart hart what did they hart? get first round yeah they it was got a, a first, it was rounder, a first rounder yeah 
Okay, well, he so then Trent should at least be a first rounder. <laughs> yeah, he should at least get a first rounder in return for Trent easily. Like in terms of at the at the deadline when we, if we had traded him, Massage should have been looking for a first round pick for sure. Maybe he didn't get it. Maybe he didn't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I and, don't know. And, and you know what? Let's go to Masai. It's it's in Masai we trust. We 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 can still say that, right, Randall? We can still say that. You can still say that. Oh, okay, good, good. Oh, okay, good. Until, right, he, until he messes up, until he like completely gets shot. No, but even deal. if he does mess up, it's not so much that we don't trust Masai. It's that the, the the issue that I have with Masai is that he played. He's almost too smart for his own good. Like he thinks he can out swindle and, and out maneuver a lot of people, and then he kind of pigeons pigeonholes himself um, mm-hmm. in these corners, right? So like, who knows what he did and what he from what he didn't do. But I think that, you know, he obviously has some type of plan, probably has some background conversations with some organizations for potential sign-in trains. But I'm not a big fan of sign-in trades. Like, I think we could have got something for one of one of Van Vliet or um, OG. OG, I was okay with saving because OG, you could kind of maneuver that in the offseason, right? Mm-hmm. I'm okay with OG. Sure. I, that would that that I'm fine with. You don't want to. You don't want to just do this fire hall and halfway through the trade at the trade deadline, a fire sale. Sorry, at, at the trade deadline. You you at least want to get you know good pieces back that you can either a resign or grow with the the core that we have. And if we didn't have anything that was good, I'm okay with that. But I I still think we could have got something for 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 one of the two. I think we could have got something because if we lose it for nothing, that would piss me off. I agree, I agree, I agree. But you know what? I again, I wish we could see what was offered, right? Mm-hmm. I wish I could see what was offered, because I don't. I think that was his intention, right? Like, is to trade these guys, full intention, and it just didn't happen. And if it didn't happen, it's because he didn't see, he didn't get what he wanted, right? And he's not going to give these guys away. No, right? no, that's not his style. No, 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 not not his. Oh well, this is all I got, so I'm gonna give it away. He's like, "F it, man, we'll just run it back for the for the for the remainder remainder of the season and see what happens in the off season." Right. He's not gonna let nobody like kind of out leverage him and make him do something stupid. So, no, he won't let anyone quote unquote bully him into a deal. But at the same time, sometimes you gotta take something for nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. Let, I wouldn't let these guys walk just to walk. That's just my that's that's my concern. I mean, and, and again, I, I know you can address a lot of stuff in the off season, but as long as you, you, you got rid of one of those guys, he's probably easier to do rather than two, right? But anyway. I mean, to me, he still gets that belief, you know, from me because, you know, it, it is what it is. He's, like, he's, he's one of the top – he's one of the top GMs in the NBA by far, right? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but, I mean, some of that championship shine is slowly start, starting to fade, even, even from the bubble in 2020. And it's not a bad thing because, you know, we, we can't say that he hasn't exhausted the life out of the weird North era. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, the time has come to a point where you, you, I, I know some people are starting to question some of the moves, you know. But to me, it's like at the end of the day, like, he stuck so hard to the identity of – a lengthy swingman roster, but I feel like he was making the best of, of what he had. You know, and, and for the team to be in a position to be sellers at the trade deadline is is kind of low key great for the for at least in terms of from the players that he had. Like the like the fact that there was so much attention around the, the Raptors and Tumas of who, 
like people wanted from OG to to Fred to even Siakam in some cases. Like I thought that was really that's really that's a testament to him. It just like building mm-hmm. up the value mm-hmm. of of the players to the rest of the league that guys really wanted. And I mean with OG, part of the reason is yes, he's a he's a really good three and D player. But I think the the thing that people miss out on is his his contract. Like his contract mm-hmm. for in terms of NBA, you know, in terms of NBA salaries and stuff is not expensive. You're getting a no. good three and D player for less than twenty million who's got championship yeah. experience. He starts, you know what I mean, he's yeah. relatively healthy. But like he's got great size, you know what I mean? He could do a lot of things for you on a championship team as like a fourth, fifth, sixth player. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So for for the for the salary that he's making, he's like everybody's gonna want him again in the offseason too. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I and I think that's to me like that's a testament to great management as well. Him and Bobby Webster, right? Like just building up the value of those guys to the point where like again, you know, I'm saying not even jokingly, but like the the buzz Going into the trade deadline was the most exciting, most just interesting aspect of the Raptors this year because we didn't know if the team was going to blow up. We didn't know yeah. if we're going to go, yeah. we're, we're going we're gonna to go running for Victor, you know, Wembenyama, you know what I mean? Like be part of that sweepstakes. We didn't know like if we're going to push for the playoffs, like you know, like but but it was a lot of buzz because we thought players were actually going to go. But that's also a testament to to what he had on his roster. He knows he wasn't going to get a superstar, so let's continue to build the value of these guys. So that's why I'm like, to me, I'm like, I still, I still believe on, uh, believe him. But <clears throat> you know, he's going to have to make some real decisions this summer, even on Siakam. To me personally, and even, uh, and I'm saying this even though Siakam is a two time, uh, a two time NBA player and a two time All Star since since Kawhi's left. So Listen, I, I Siakam. But Siakam ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He's getting the max. <laughs> Listen, we can't sign anybody. So let's just be clear. Like, I mean, outside of the organization to come here. He's getting the max. We're offering him the max. He's played like a max player. Now, I don't want to say he is like the best max player out there. No, he's on the lower um, yeah, echelon there's, of yeah, max there's players. Le- there's different levels of maxes, right? right? Listen, same as what, yeah, what Rand was saying about like great players before we, you know, we got on the, on the air here. But the point is, that he's staying, Siakam is staying. There is no question. He's getting the match. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get to the, the the direction of the team in just a minute. But what's what's his max? And I ask this because we know he's not like he's an all star. He's not a superstar. But but high level all stars get paid. But when you hit those escalators in your contract, because I mean, since he's he's he's, he's a two time All NBA player, like second team and third team, I believe. Like he was third team last year, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and there's a there's a possibility. I don't think he's gonna get it this time, but you know, but it, this it, this is uh, what the third All Star game he's been in since. Or no, this is the second one, right? This is the second one he's been in since the bubble, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so two time All Star, two time All NBA player. You know, the contract's coming up by next season. Like he can get over two hundred million dollars. We're sure, right? We're sure we want to give yeah. him two hundred mil. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Only because we're it's Toronto. We're not go we're not signing nobody. Like we're over we're gonna have to overpay. And if he like you didn't mention any of his stats either. Like no, his stats. Oh, no, like, his stats are great. If you look at his stats and even just watch him play, like how his development has been in the last like four or five years, he's well deserving of it. Like I I, I, I like to me, it's always hard to see two hundred million to see that number being thrown out there. And say yes. that person is well deserving. I like I get it, but for a Raptor, Toronto Raptor player, 
he will go down maybe in, in history as one of the best Raptor players of all time. Yeah. 20, he will. 20, like, 20, one, one, of, one of the best. Not all. Yes, like one he of the will. Best. He one will. Of yeah, for sure. 20, yeah, 25, sure. 8, and 6 he's averaging right now. Of course. Exactly. I yeah, watch game. Look, Siakam, Siakam deserves the, 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 the money. And like you said, Jules, if we can't – the only thing I would say is if we're able to trade him – okay, let me put this in perspective for y'all. Would you trade Siakam for a Shea Gildress Alexander? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. I would. But – okay, there's no but. Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> So that, that's all I was trying to say is that maybe there is a uh, – um, I, I would still do my due diligence to say let me see what I can get for him. Yeah, yeah, but you can still do your due diligence even after you sign it. Yeah, but then you're stuck with that big-ass contract. That you you're not stuck. You can trade that. No, 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 no. Every contract yeah. can be traded, and Siakam can be traded because he's valuable, right? So he's not like a bust type. No, max no, no, no. So you could do it either before or after. So, but if you sign him, it's not going to hurt you. No, no. You, you know what? I, I had a question that I wanted to ask you guys before I ask this next question. I was going to throw this one out there, and I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to respond to this. I just want to. I just want to see the Randall's head explode. Um, Van Vliet. So since since the the trade deadline, we you know we had a big discussion on him, and, and I told Randall I, I would let him run wild. On his thoughts on on keeping him or what you pay him or what have you, I can, I pretty much already know Ra uh, Randall's answer. But I guess for you, Julian, like, would you keep Siak? I'm uh, not Siakam, but would you keep Van Vliet? Would you keep Fred? And if so, how much? So I don't see. I don't. I'm not looking. I can't. I need to see numbers and comparables, and I don't have that off the top of my head. Well, but, yes. So so, but I'm I'm a Fred Van Vliet fan. Like I I I like. I'm not going to hate on him. Like everybody else does i'm not saying he's my favorite point guard in the league but he's one of the best point guards in the league i think his issue with friend he's one of the what one of the best point guards in the league if you look at it if you look at stats and look at what he can do as a floor general and his shooting ability his intangibles on and off the court yeah i i think so he's one of the best point guards in the league He's an all-star. He's, he's an all-star too. Don't forget that too. He's uh, an, he, listen, he is. Now, what he's a one-time all-star. I'm not saying okay. he's a bum. I'm saying so. That he's one I'm of the best saying, point guards in the league. I'm, he has to be one of the best. I never said he's okay. the best let, let, or top let, ten or top fifteen. Okay, years. in the East, you're saying he's one of the. He's not even one of the best point guards in the East. Yes, he has to be one of the best point guards in the okay. East. Okay, who's the top five point guards in the East? Tell me right now. Okay, let me think. Hold on. Let me start from top. Drew Holiday. Let me start from top. Oh, I love Nobody on, I'm so happy. I love how he's playing this year. Let me tell you that. Right Nobody now. on Boston. I think. I think. I think we have a better point guard than a bot like Smart and Derek White or whatever. Cleveland, no Garland. Garland is above Van Vliet. Garland. So I named Garland. Drew Holiday. Indiana. Uh, James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. No. Halliburton. 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 Three. James Harden. Yeah. Harden. Yeah. Four. What's his name in Detroit? He'll be better Who? than him. Who? Ivy? Cade? Nah, no, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. Not, not. He's, he's going to be. Yeah, going to be. Yeah, yeah, he, but no, yeah, but he's not better now. Listen, he's not better now. Let's be real. No, he's not better now. 
So like so you right there reading four. So he's like tops, maybe yeah. top eight. And, and, Ky- and Kyrie's he's not, one of the and, best. And Kyrie's not in the conference now either. So no, 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 no. He's one of the best. I'm not saying he is the best. I want to be clear. Like, he's one of the best point guards. So I would want to resign him. At what number? I don't know, but it can't be anything at some crazy astronomical number that I'm sure his agent may want. No, if we can get him at a decent deal and bring in another two guard or ball handler and agency or trade, I'm okay with it. We, I'm, I'm okay with it. Well, here, here's a, here's a comparable. We just saw Lowry get thirty million with the Heat. Now, no, we know, he ain't now, now we now we know that's been a disaster. But complete I mean. Stupidness. Like most point guards in that range, the Drew Holiday range, are getting about that price. No, no, yeah, I wouldn't give him thirty. So if the the question is, does if he wants thirty, I wouldn't give it to him. I would have rather draft like a top ten like lottery point guard coming out. Like yeah. if I had the opportunity, then then even yeah. trying to pick up somebody in free agency, there's no guards like there's, like is this not there anymore in terms of like out there that I think that's available point guard available so i think no. fred van Vliet might get what he wants on the open market but i would not give him 30 million not a chance what is he making right now 20 think about 20 actually let me check i'll, I'll check while you guys yeah. are talking let me i'll check. give him i'll give him a bump up whatever he has now right whatever that is but a slight bump right and i'll give him some i'll give him some terms give him some terms like five years like so that he can retire, he's good. But, but I want to give him. But the thing that's interesting, though, when you look at the market, right? Like I, I know the the rumors you keep hearing is Orlando was really looking to get mm-hmm. him. But like the way that their guards are playing, especially Fultz, I'm like, do they really want to spend thirty million on him? I guess they're they're so far under the threshold of the salary cap. I guess they could do it. But the way that team is kind of moving right now, I'm like, do you really need Fred to come there right now? Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no, not, there's, Fultz, not yeah. there's, there's not a bunch of places that need. That need him right now. That's that's needed services. Yeah, yeah that, that's I think that's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only rumor, if I remember, was Phoenix at the time. Chris Paul was hurt in right. Orlando. Orlando. Uh, Orlando. Well, no, I, I just Phoenix. Said that. I just that was said it. That. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was it. That was point. it. Oh, Clippers, 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 Clippers was the one that was wanting his services because they don't have any point guard right now. I don't. Oh, oh Westbrook. Yeah, but it was the Clippers. It would it would right? be them, but I don't know if they can afford them because they're they're so maxed out. And... No, no, no. I'm just at the at the uh, trade deadline. Yeah, that yeah, his yeah. name was rumored to be going yeah. right. But anyhow, but so, uh, yeah, you're right. It may not be a market for him, so we'll see. Yeah, so we'll let so, him test. We'll let, we'll let him test it. So he's making twenty one point two mil this year, and then um, next year, if he decides to opt in, he's making twenty two point eight mil next year. Okay, I'll give him twenty five. Twenty five average uh, per average. I would, and that might be a good yeah. number. That might be doing. Yeah. It, it might, it might like you might lose Randall off the bandwagon, but <laughs> but it, it might be a good number. But I, I don't know. It's a, it's a little. It's it's interesting because I, I I like Fred too. I like Fred too. I think he's a oh, tough player. Man. But everybody likes Fred. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, not Brian Randall. But you also, never like Fred Randall. You never liked him. Ne- I never liked Fred. Never but did. I will say this, and this is what I was trying to say earlier. I if if, if we trade. Again, I don't know, and Julian, you made a good point. I don't know who's out there. If we keep Fred, we need to have someone to play. Like that. So Fred can, that shares a point like guard role. Yeah, yeah. Like so like it's, it's like a tandem. Push him. That's why I was yeah. saying to y'all, and everybody was kind of laughing at me, but I was kind of saying, you know who would thrive playing with him? I think someone like Ben Simmons. 
Stop it. Yeah, well, stop it now. Let's just, just stop it. Move why, on. Why, why, why would it? No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't, okay, why wouldn't Ben Simmons thrive not playing with Fran Van Vliet? Because you know why, Randall? I'll tell you what? why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So Ben Simmons right now is on the perfect team right now. He's on the perfect team right now. There's no stars. There's a bunch of shooters. There's a bunch of offensive guys. They, they need a point guard. He's on a perfect team. He doesn't need to score. He can play defense. He can pass. He can run the whole all-around game. He's on a perfect squad right now. And, I mean, he's hurt. Part of it, he's saying he's hurt. But the other he part, ain't hurt. But, but I, 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 well, I know that. But I'm just saying, okay. like, right now, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. this team is constructed at this point right now, what better team is there a team for him to run than his own squad? Right, Like, I'm saying, like, right now, you don't need to, like, to come to here is one thing. But you're in a, you're in a big market. You got a team that's, like, all the players right now, until they get a big star to come there, which could be this summer, what else do you need right now? What else do yeah, you need? Yeah, Katie yeah. and Kyrie he, aren't there, and and he and, he's, I, and right I now, understand. right now he's unplayable. He is unplayable yeah. right now. Well, yeah. I'm saying that based on on what I've seen Ben Simmons do when he's playing decent or well, he would fit <laughs> like you mean like two years ago. Randall, let it but go. I, I, I always, I see, see people are always big unless it's something where he has a, a injury. He can't. I know it's a lot of head issues, but I'm a big. I, I, I do believe that he can bounce back. Will he be all world? No, but I think he can bounce back to old Ben form if he gets his mental right. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's yeah. You 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 came out of that rabbit hole pretty not. Yeah, you, you didn't get down too deep. You didn't get down too. No, deep. No, I'm not. So. Saying there's, a, want, there's a lot I'm of dirt on his back from that, that rabbit hole, though. There's a lot of dirt <laughs> on his back from the rabbit hole. But sure, everybody say he comes out of it. Sure, fine. I'm not saying I wanted Ben Simmons. I'm saying the someone that I could. If we're saying, hey, who can hype it? That that's a a potential point guard that might be available. Who would fit? Now, I don't want Ben Simmons' contract, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I was going to say. But, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, if you're looking at, okay, who would mesh well with him? I'm giving you an example who I think. No, 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 no. Well, that's just what I no, think. No, I, I, no. You know, like, you need a bigger point guard to play beside him, right? You need yeah. someone that can facilitate so he could play more off the ball. On defense, Ben could play anywhere from one to five. So it's it's not a, it's never an issue of matchups on D. Right, so yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I gotta stop. Like, yeah, I agree, but we can't talk about the Ben today's Ben. Like, if you're talking about, you know, first year, second year, third year yeah. Ben that entered into the league, then I'm yeah. like, yeah. But today's yeah. Ben, we can't even have this conversation. No, today's Ben is, un- is unplayable right now. But I'm saying like, he, they literally, they don't even want him on the bench. Let's stay home. They stay home. They don't even have a point guard on Brooklyn. Dinwiddie's not really a true point guard. Like, there's yeah. plenty of opportunities. I like Dinwiddie right better than I like Dinwiddie better than Van Vliet. Oh my! Let's go on to the next question, man. <laughs> Tell the next question, man. <laughs> well, well, you know what? I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the the league right now in terms of where Van Vliet could possibly go, and honestly, in terms of the good teams, like playoff teams or like kind of on the bubble, like Toronto, there really isn't a place. You, no, you no. Can't, no, he's can't, not you, good enough to go to a good team. He's he could. Go, if no, 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 it's not, no, 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 It's not that he's not good enough to go on the team. Everybody has like their point guard. Like even, like even. Like, oh, oh, okay, so even, uh, that even, means no even, one wants to trade for him. She's so not good enough. But uh, no, uh, no, but it's not even that though. I think everybody already has their point guard in place. 
Think about yeah, it. Like, exactly. I know. So like even even, even even like New York, even like the Knicks going into the season. Upgrade. Yeah, I uh, know. But even going to the season, you would have said, okay, well, maybe Brunson. But I mean, Brunson's an all star. You know, he didn't make it, but he's an all star to me. Honestly, the only the only teams I can see him maybe going to, which ironically, Miami. Is I'm looking funny. at Miami. Miami. Miami that's Miami's all I was gonna say. Head. I was gonna say them, and the other one in the Western Conference, I was thinking maybe would be Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. That would yep. be it. Yep. Honestly, that would be it. Minnesota, yeah. But there I, is a but there, but there is still like a market for him. Like he could go yeah. to like a team like Houston and. Develop yeah, young yeah, guys. Like the, the well, shittier teams. Go. I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, the, yeah I'm, I'm Detroit. Talking, yeah, Casey with Casey. Go right. back there. I'm talking more like the decent teams. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, I know. a lot of teams. Yeah, you. for sure. But I'm talking more the decent teams. There, there isn't really a market oh. for him. If he still wants to win, like if he's just trying to get paid, then yeah, go to go to Utah. Chicago, go to Utah, go to go to not nah, well not Houston, but go to go to Detroit. You know what I mean? Go to places like that. But if you're trying to still win and try to get a ring. And he can still get paid and make an impact. It's, it's the spots are limited. Yeah, Chicago. He might go to yeah, Chicago. He might go home. Yeah, because yeah, because I mean, go. even with Chicago, we don't know what ball. Like, because ball seems like uh, I don't know yeah, what the hell's going look, on there. Doesn't look good. But, but they're but they're good. clearly missing a point guard. And I think that's why they they they've they've came back to earth ever since he's got he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but if he but if he comes back, God willing, and he's healthy going into next season, Chicago's not an option for him either. Yeah, 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 I'm all for whatever option to get him out of here. <laughs> so right, uh, I'm not worried about the option. What? If, if we're go- if we're gonna keep him, I'm worried about how to, how are we gonna utilize him? Is, I would. Is, our, our isn't wins. it a crime that like you're going this hard against him? He's like his team is like it's like a crime. It's like it's it's like light skin on light skin crime. I don't understand. You know, this. let me take one last point to Randall. Like again. We need to re-sign players because we're not going to sign players. That's one thing. Hey. And then the trade, second dude. part, second, but well, hold on. Yes, exactly. That was going to be my second point. We can always sign these guys to 25 or even a little bit more and then trade them because we need assets. Right? We need assets to trade. So if we can't sign these guys and they walk, we get nothing, then we're not getting anything. But if we overpay and then trade and get something out of them two years later, at least it's something late, something afterwards. Mm-hmm. I learned that with the whole Aaron, Aaron um, Rodgers thing, uh, Calvin. Because I was like perplexed. Why the hell did Green Bay re-sign Aaron Rodgers? The guy was fucked up in the head, doing all these crazy, saying crazy shit, talk shows, and just weird, like COVID, anti- whatever, all this anti va Just weird. And they wanted to give him max. And they gave it to him. Yep. And then I think it was you, Calvin, that told me. I'm like, I don't get it. And then you told me it's because they're going to let him walk and get nothing. And I was like, fuck. So they yeah. signed him, and then the year later, which is where we are today, what are they doing? They're trading him. This, this so in my mind, I've, I'm learning. I'm like, fuck, because it made no sense to me. So I'm just relating it back to, like, Fred Van Vliet and giving him 30 mil. Like, I don't want to do that, but in case if we have to. Otherwise, he's going to walk, and we don't get nothing. And you can see what the assets we have. and other, There's always a dumb GM out there, and... Or Messiah can sell like the value of our players, and and we can trade them, and then we can get something in return. So I just don't want guys to think, oh, he sucks, and let him walk and like that. And when we can sign him, no, I would him. never want to let Fred walk. I mean, I'm not a fan of Fred, but I, I do, I do, I will acknowledge that he has value. Okay, and that's fine. If, and again, if we're going to keep him, that and that's what I'm, I'm, I'm more angling to because I, I, I have a a very bad 
gut feeling that Masai is going to find a way to keep him. And if we do keep him, all I'm saying is that, in my opinion, he's better playing with someone else. Agree. Ball dominant. That's all Agreed. I'm trying to say. I agree. And, and, and if you're going to get somebody like to play off of him, like I'm trying to think who would be a good player. Like I can, I could. I'm trying to think. Just forget about contracts and all that. I look at players like, and I, I told you, you guys didn't like the Ben. But I see the match mm-hmm. with Ben. I'm not saying it's a perfect match, but okay. I see the match. I see a match with like a CJ McCollum kind of player, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I'm I'm thinking who would fit well with him in the backcourt, right? You need a little bit more size. You need someone that can play on the ball, off the ball. It's it's tough, right? It is tough, and it, it is tough. And you, to be honest, well, to answer your question, we we drafted Flynn and hoping that he can like fight for minutes and Flynn. compete. No, I'm just saying we drafted him. Then the year it was um to be kind to be kind of like a like a like a Fred VanVleet himself too, right? Like, yeah, and then we then it was Jalen Suggs, right? We were supposed to pick him, and then I thought, okay, there was the that player that we need, the second ball handler, and yeah. push VanVleet out and trade him. And, but then we drafted Barnes. So it just like it was a great pick, by the way. Like yeah. it was, a, it was the right move, but it just right. hasn't worked out in terms of players being available, players that we drafted, and that's what my logic or my thinking is why things have unfolded the way that they have. Mm. Now, with the direction of the team going forward, right, the next like couple <laughs> years, not just this year or next year, like the next couple years. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like Masai needs to choose a side in terms of who to build a team around? So in order to get, like, the best potential out of, like, of the core moving forward, do you continue for now? And, if like, do you continue to build this, like, around this roster for now? And if so, you're building around Pascal, who, as I mentioned, is a two-time All-Star and two-time All-NBA mm-hmm. player in the middle of his prime. Or do you build for the future and build around Scotty Barnes? Like, is there a legitimate future thinking you can cater to both and still lead to future rings? That's that's a great question, C. That is a great question. And I would say it's both. Because there's two separate timelines in play, right? You You got the timeline with Pascal. And I think, based on the trade for Podal, I now I definitely think that Pascal is probably... We're we're working more off of Pascal's timeline yeah, yeah. than we are off of um, Barnes, Barnes. Barnes, right? Because you know, and 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 people forget like Pascal's timeline is a good timeline. It's not like it's 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 off. It's it's a good you know. There's some good talent that's within that age range that you can get some good deals on. You know, I think Podol and Pascal just their synergies off the court is great. I think that you know if you want to throw Van Bleed in the mix, he fits with that you know <laughs> that core. He knows them well. They had success together, you know, mm-hmm. in the G League and the bench mob, whatever they called themselves back in the day. So I'm not opposed to it. But again, I, I just don't know which way the Raptors are going to pivot. And again, the odd man out to me. I like I, I love OG, but. If we can get some value back for like, yeah. above av- value back for OG, like if if Masai is able to do what Masai does and rip off someone to get you know some great assets back for OG, I'm all for that. And that's where I say that's where I say that the timeline now splits in half, and you say okay, like you, you're you're building with the the core of of you know the bench mob core of Podol and Siakam and. Um, and then you got um, 
another timeline with with younger players coming in off the bench to create that other bench mob with Barnes and and some young talent that comes in. You know, I, I definitely think we need to get another like in you know Julian. That's why I asked you what point guards are better than Vliet because I'm trying to figure out what's out there. And no, if there's nothing out there. Let's build from. Let's go. Let's start from young. Let's you, yeah, yeah. Let's get use our draft pick. Trade, trade for somebody. Like if you trade Gary Trent, trade for a good young point guard to come in. I always loved the Maxi kid, man. I thought at one point, when yeah. Oh uh, man, I would love to have Maxi on our squad. Boy, oh boy, I think he would have been the best, a good fit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's just fine. Then, yeah, even like quickly on the on the Knicks, like mm-hmm. he's he's not yeah, on a massive too. level, but yeah, yes, that was somebody that you could groom and grow um, yeah. on the squad with Barnes and whatnot. So right, uh, I, I I see your point. I'm not I'm not um, denying it. Uh, we definitely need a young point guard, another ball handler. We've been asking that for years, to be honest with you, right? <laughs> so that is something that we will have to address in the off season, and it's something that we have to I have to look at the the um the mock drafts and who we can pick up, even with a mid first rounder, a point guard. We have to draft a point guard. There is no question. We need somebody of value. Let me ask you guys. Oh. Sorry, mm-hmm. before you go on, is this because uh, this was something I. I think I was I was I was talking about somebody else with. So now, like we're looking at this roster as it stands right now. We're making a playoff push. Obviously, it's well known. We the the glaring hole we all can concede to. There's there's a few, but the major one is the backup point guard. Right? Why did it? And I love I look I, I I'm you. I already said it. I am a big fan of Will Barton, so I think that was a great pickup. But I still don't think it addressed. The holes we need address some some holes right but it, it didn't address the primary hole of a backup pg is it too late to pick up guys on waivers now is that time of time well who yeah. is it but no yeah it, well, it, I don't, it is even it if, is actually because well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was only asking like 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 and, and again if you could have done something for just, I, i'm only talking from now to the end of the year i'm not talking about mm-hmm. for next year would you guys have considered and, and i know i know there's some drama around this guy but would you guys have at least considered picking up Wall? No, no. Why? I'm, I, I'm not. I'm, um, I'm not. I'm not one way or the other. I, I just was thinking about it from a, you know, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, have, I, I wouldn't have considered him not because of the talent necessarily, because I, I just don't think I don't know if he would have wanted to be here. I just don't see well, him yeah, as a player yeah. that wanted to be, even though I know he's well. He's We're not going to be on the playoff roster going forward now, but yeah. But I, I don't know if he would have came to like you know what I'm saying like I just don't not saying he would have been like Steve Francis in '99 like wanting to cry when he got drafted by the Grizzlies but like I just don't know if he wanted to if he would want to come to Toronto. Like, yeah, yeah I don't think he's beat, a culture fit. Yeah, I don't know if he's I don't know like, like fit, what is what yeah. is what is uh, yeah I don't know if he's the right the right player for this culture too. No, the one, yeah, the one I thing I love about no. Milwaukee is they pick up players that match their culture and matches their core and. and he doesn't fit any of that. No, yeah, no, it's fair enough. I, I would just play devil's advocate because right. from a talent perspective, you know, I think his talent is is. I don't think he played that bad for the, for the Clippers. I mean, I I didn't follow the. I don't. Yeah, and not to cut you off, I don't know how he fell out of rotation because he was in the rotation to yeah, start the year, and he just completely fell off. And then they were like, "Yo, we want to trade him." So to me, it sounds like something more off the court. Like they mm-hmm. saw something mentally 
or mm-hmm. behavior or something like because I thought yeah they were playing... trying to move him they were trying to like yeah oh they, yeah they were trying to and they him. caught him yeah yeah or oh, and they, well no not caught him I think they ended up trading him to Houston no, did you go back yeah to Houston? he traded him Houston yeah 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 they just wanted rid of him and they didn't even have a point guard so this tells me it's something more than on like on the court issues or something off the court mm-hmm. but um. But uh, yeah. I was gonna say, oh, to to answer your question quickly, is I like Barnes? Yeah, Barnes is a player that, and Barnes and Siakam, for sure, you build around, and you trade OG for like a for for what Rand for what Randall wants, a young up and coming point guard, and you trade him for a draft pick. Like you make a you make a trade to like you make, you trade OG like to Portland, and you get like Sharp. I'm not saying he's a point guard, but you bring, you get like Sharp and a first round pick, and and um. A player, mm. like a prospect, a first round, and like a rotational guy, kind of thing. Shit, the way you talking about Shaden Sharp, the way he's playing, I, yeah. I don't know if Warner want, would want to get rid of him. That would be. Well, they, I'm sure. I'm sure they asked for him, but he's not playing. He's not playing like. No, I know, I know, amazing. but he's young. But he's right? young, right? Like he's yeah, 19, that, but, but you can see the potential exactly. there. Yeah. So this, mm-hmm. so this is what I'm saying, and they got Lillard, right? So like, I'm just mentioning that because like he's 30. And old. I don't know how old he is, yeah, but he's like 32. Right. So they're gonna want to win now. They need players to, to build around them so i i'm saying like in the offseason you can address that ball handler backup point guard if we end up resigning fred van because i think we're going to resign fred and perto and let trent go and then trade og well That's what and, I think and, and i think the optimist optimist in me would say that you strive for both you hope that barnes kind of yeah. makes necessarily like leaps quickly to to match up with the with the prime of the rest of the core He's young, and you know, and that's the thing. I know people are kind of knocking him this year. He's putting up pretty much the same stats he did last year. You know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. you, you hope that like you know at at some point he's he's gonna figure it out, which I think he will. I mean, you're seeing guys like Kyrie, Morant, and all these guys talking about like, yo, you gotta keep it here. Why is everybody worrying about this guy? You're fine. Like Barnes is the yeah. truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I I trust I trust their 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 voices when it comes to that, right? But oh yeah, I'm not worried either. Yeah, I'm not but, worried. But but I think in order for him to expand his his wings, going into next year, you know he's going to be eligible for you know after next season going to be eligible for like an extension. You're going to want to expand his wings, and I think I my biggest complaint with the Raptors is it's great that you have all these interchangeable wings. The problem is offensively is I I think he's being hurt by that. Like, I, I think there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, I think, you know what I mean? I think for him, it's funny. We, Randall, you're talking about, like, Fred needs a guy to, like, play off of. I think it mm-hmm. possibly could be him. But it's just, I think there's just, there's, like, Siakam yeah. handles the ball. I think, you know what I mean? I think there's just too many guys yeah. there. So they got, they got like, he's got to have a point where he's more of a point forward and just run yeah. it to him. He's got to be able to spread his wings, and there's too many interchangeable players. At that size and at that position, taking up the same spaces on the floor. So to me, you got to get rid of somebody. I mean, obviously, we've been saying it's OG. Most likely, it will be him. You know what I mean? We're gonna miss his scarves, but at the same time, like you, he's going into year three. You, you, you like you want that that number going from fifteen points a game to twenty. You know what I mean? You can't do that with o, with OG being there. Or like I you got to get you got to get rid of somebody. Like I said, if it's yeah, not, if you're not gonna trade like. Um, Siakam, which you know we all laid out, then you got to move somebody. You have to move yeah. somebody for him to spread yeah. his wings. Yeah, and to get more touches. Yeah, and whatnot, right? Because yeah, not everybody's going to be be able to get their touches next year. Right? Like OG and Siakam and Barnes and Fred, they're not all going to get their shots up. So somebody has to go, and you need role players, and that's how you win championships, right? You got 
two, three core guys, and the rest are role players. And they know the role, and that's what we got. That's that's the recipe right there. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing, too, because I did flirt with the idea of, like, and I was even floating this out through, like, previous parts about the year of, like, do you move, do you try to go the other way? Maybe move Siakam and just try to get a bunch of, like, first-round picks and just start over and just build around Barnes because, you know, every every era of a team has, has a shelf life. Like Boston, for example, when they won the championship back in 08, and then they, they, they extended that window for about a good five years until it was like, okay, these guys are getting older. They're at this point. We we got to move. But like the thing is, this core got a, got a chance to win a title. You know what I mean? But and now they're going into their prime. Usually, when a when a team wins a championship, by this point they're getting older. You know what I mean? Or or there's some sort of chaos and like you got to move certain guys. But these guys are all like in their prime. Like OG Siakam, Poto, Van Vliet. They're all like they're all, they're right in their prime right now, right? So. That's why I'm like I'm thinking like like the optimist in me. You you want to do both. You want to do both, and you want you just you're just hoping Barnes makes that leap. But I'm like at the same time, it's like with no, I don't know. Unless you can trade one of these guys for like a big star, like that needs a change of scenery. Like you can't lure a superstar free agent to come here. We all know that it's been like the moniker for like decades. At this point, with the way the East is now. You commit to Barnes, you commit to maybe, you know, like Poto, you commit to uh, Fred if you do and, you know, drive Randall crazy and you commit to Siakam and give Siakam, the, you know, $200 million. Is that going to be enough with Barnes? Like, do we believe in Barnes enough where that's going to tip the scales and now we're going to be able to be in the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals or God bless again, we're, we're walking down Young Street. Like, to me, I'm like, are we closer to that by doing that? I think that's the big thing here. With this roster right now, no. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to commit to this core, you're basically going to be like the Atlanta Hawks of 2015 where you're winning, like, maybe 50 games, 50-something games, and you're out by the second round. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, like, the East is really it's not as strong as it used to. It all depends on what the other teams do in the East. But, like, other than Milwaukee and Boston, Philly? right now. Philly? Philly yeah, but, Cleveland? like, well, Philly. Like, but I'm, we're talking about, like, three, five years from now, too, right? Isn't that what you're talking about? Like, not yeah, today. Yeah, like, a couple like, of, in yeah, three, like, 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 in three to five years, I don't see Philly being where no, they are right sure, now. Sure, sure. That, that, that's fair. Right? So, Boston, I see still being there. Milwaukee. Oh, oh, what, oh what, what, why not Philly? Because Harden's not going to be who he is in five years, three to five years. But Max, Maxie right? will. Maxie will. Maxie will, but Maxie's not Harden. And, and, and I don't think so. Be, I don't think so. Would Embiid's health be the way it would be by that time too? I don't think. I think this is Embiid's peak right now. Yeah, right? I think so. I'm not saying yeah, he'll yeah, still yeah. be. He'll still. He'll still be playing in his peak in another two more years. But in a three to five, I don't know. Now Barnes in three to five is going to be a stud. Like I think so. Yeah. Better than Harden in five years from now. So I'm just saying, like, it's hard to. You got to look at other teams as well before making judgment on Raptors. Like they're not a championship team in three to five years. Yeah, like, and, and do you think, like, with everything we've seen this year, like, how far do you guys believe, like, how, how far are we away from, I'm saying we, like, how far are the Raptors away from having people like us partying down Young Street and down Queen Street like we did in 2019? Like, how, how, how far do you think it's four or five years? Do you think it's more? Do you think it's two to three, depending on <laughs> coming here? Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, it's hard to say the answer that. But it, it's not far. Like, I think we have, I know... I know Randall doesn't think we have any good pieces, but I think we have pieces to build around. And I think that depending on how, what Masai can do and drafting and whatnot, I think we are not as far as you may think we are. 
Yeah. Especially when you look at other teams in the East, like, I don't know, Detroit or uh, even like Chicago. And like, you know, I, I think we're closer than those teams. Mention a, Cleveland a lot of too, because Cleveland oh, in three yeah, to five years is going to be really sick. I think well, so too. I should add Cleveland in there. Yeah. I like what they've done with Mitchell Garland and Allen, right? And Mobley, right? They got young. So, yeah, yep. I take that back. Not, well, I don't take anything back. I, I'll add them in yeah. for sure. Three, five years, they're going to be a top four team, top three team. New Still York, there. you, you got to count the Knicks in Ooh, now, too. Top three, five years? No, we, I don't we, know. We, we don't know. It depends on who they can pick up, but their, their core is pretty young themselves, too. Uh, really? Uh, the Raptors I don't know about has that. more potential than them. Yeah, uh, come on. Who's who, who going to be worried about in five years? Well, well, I mean, well, no, but I mean, but look at Brunson right now. <laughs> Brun- Brunson is what, like 23? Like, Brunson's young. So is Barry. Okay. Right? Fine, and, but like and, he, let's be real though. Like Brunson is, I hate saying this because like it's like he's like Fred VanVleet, like five ten, like like five years. He's not gonna be as, as explosive. Oh, oh, sorry, but. sorry, say that again. <laughs> yeah, he's a liability. <laughs> no, 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 say it again. Yeah, he's, he's like a Fred VanVleet to me in five years. Like his explosiveness won't be there, and he'll be able to score, but he won't be able to defend like Fred VanVleet. Like that's to me, that's my biggest knock on Fred. Like he just doesn't defend. He, say that again. He's not a defender. He's a great, he's a great off the ball defender, steals and whatnot. Oh, he's a great facilitator too. He's not a great facilitator. Oh. No, he doesn't throw the law pass. He nobody okay. gets like, But he's a top. He's a top top one hundred. Yeah, he's not a great. I said he's good in those play in those um like in those aspects. He's good, but he's not great in those aspects. Run, he's not bad. I would never say he's bad. Than I thought though. Running the team much better than I thought. Jalen. Oh, Brunson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brunson? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, who, who? Who's that? Van Vliet? No, Brunson. No, Brunson. Oh, Brunson. Brunson. Yeah, Brunson Brunson. is. Oh, yeah. He's playing. playing, I love that he's doing this in his first year of his contract, too. He's doing it in his first year of his contract, which I love. But, yeah, I don't know in three to five years they're going to be there. I don't think so, to be honest. But point is that I think we are closer with the Pirtle deal, and I like our pieces. Young. We have young pieces going on. Going into the next three to five years, so we're we're okay, right? It's just a matter of, and we still have our draft pick for this year, right? For twenty twenty three, right? Yeah, Coming we do. up, we do. And it's a it's a deep draft. It's a deep draft. So I think we're gonna get a nice piece. We're gonna trade OG. Um, we're gonna be fine. We got Siakam, Pirtle, and Barnes who are young. So I'm not I'm not worried. I think we're okay, especially being in the East and Durant going out the other way and Harden getting older and Embiid getting. Older as well with his size. He's not old, but you know, getting older. But um, and, 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 just, and it's just Giannis. Just Giannis, we got to be afraid of. <laughs> he's still so young. I know. Fuck, he's gonna be there for like another ten years. <laughs> I know, man. Because even if he can't run, he's still six ten. He still can play six ten. He's he seven to. feet. Seven feet. So he can still block and like be like a distributor. Put the ball on the floor. He may not. He, he doesn't even need need to. To accelerate or jump, right? He, he still has height, so he's going to be effective. And he's slim, like he's he's not like MB type seven foot, right? You know, he yeah, can, he's, he's, he's limber. He's, he's a well compacted, like 250, 260. Yeah, he can put weight on and still be okay. So he's going to be around um, for the next ten years. So <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like a Garnett. He's, like, he's going to be the Garnett. He's like, like twenty. Playing, he's like twenty. Yeah, like twenty like... years. <laughs> He's, gonna, yeah, he's still so. gonna wreck havoc. That's the that's the crazy part. Well, them and Boston because of Tatum and and uh, yeah and um and Brown. 
But yeah. but two, I got two questions left, and then we'll wrap this up. So, do you guys consider this a lost season? Like, especially if we don't make the playoffs. This is my last rapid well, question, by the way. Well, hold on. It's a lost season if they if they went after Poto and don't make the playoffs, right? I, mm. I, I I still think so because I mean, and again, I'm not I'm not saying that Poto was a bad move. But the whole pretense of st- staying pat and just picking up Poto was to keep the quarter together to make a run for the playoffs. If they make it to the playoffs and they even lose the first round, I think, you know what, they salvaged the season, right? Mm-hmm. But if they don't, I would have just tanked and went after Victor, Victor, right? Like, mm-hmm. try to see what we can do. I, right? like, I, anyway. I think, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I think it's it's – only a lost season if we make the playoffs and get bounced in the first round. You think you think it's not a lost season? You said no. I think it is a lost season if we make the playoffs and get bounced in the first round. Why? But that's what's going to happen because we could we could because and so I'm I, I'm saying that I we may not make the playoffs. I don't know the reason why I'm saying that because we could have had a, a decent lottery pick. Right, and that would have been a win. That would have been a win for me. A, a great like, win. Right. So like. It's not a. It wouldn't have been a win for me to hear that at the start of the season that um, we don't make the playoffs, and I would have said it's a win. I'm only saying like right now, as of now, I would rather have not done anything at the deadline and lose and get and go into the lottery, right? Yeah. And I would consider that still a win because I think our team is still nice. I still think our team is, is deep enough to make a, a deep playoff push for years to come. I just think it's just an off year with injuries and whatever you want to call it. And, 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 the, and the Raps are in the ninth spot currently right now. I think I said 10th earlier. Right. As of this recording, the ninth right now. Ninth. So there's a chance that they made the playoffs. So I think to, this is my own definition of a lost season. I'm not saying this is for anybody else. For me, is that if we win and we don't get into the lottery and we get bounced in the first round, that's a lost season. That's a lost season. But if we, if, <laughs> if we win... Get it, sorry, get into the playoffs, get in, get into the get past the second round, it's a win season. If we don't make the playoffs and get into the lottery, that's a win for me. <laughs> that's a win. <laughs> sorry, I know my definitions are messed up, but th- those are W's for me. Like a of a good season. You, you just because, want, you just want to see a strong fight, and then and then that's it. They're probably gonna make the playoffs because really and truly. Um, Chicago and, and the Pacers right now are about three games behind them, and the, the way they're playing, I don't see them catching Damn. the Raptors. Damn. You see how lucky we got with Barnes? We had we we had Bar- we got Barnes with a deep team. So we got injured. Yeah. So we got into yes, the lottery. Yes. And we got Barnes. And, and like, we're we, in Tampa. We did not des- Pardon me? And we're yeah, in we're Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, we did not deserve to. We should not be in that, in that lottery. We just were COVID and injuries. Well, it was no, similar, it, it, similar to Right now, it's a similar situation right now, I think. Right now, it's a similar situation right now. Our team is decent enough to be a playoff team. I think so. But if we lose, we can just add a, a lottery pick and then go back to being the team that or the team that we know who we are supposed to be and, and push forward after that. So that's why I'm like, yo, we should have taken advantage of this. Yeah. Our team is deep. Let's get into the lottery. And, so and, that's the way I look at it. That's, that's how I look at it. And, and can you imagine if we don't make the playoffs and then we just we fuck around and we end up getting like the second pick? Or we get Scoot Henderson or something. No, wouldn't, wouldn't yeah, that but be that's incredible? Still, but we, no, but we still have that chance to do that still. Yeah. Because yeah. we have our pick for our, no, our pick for Perdo, wasn't it 2023? 24. 24. So we still have our pick for this yeah, year, right? We do. We do. Right? So yeah, we can still get Scooter or Eman Thompson or that the kid from Austria. We can still get, we can still do it now. 
Mm-hmm. Man, our team is deep, man. Like, if we can get one of those players, like, it'd be the same thing like Barnes. And develop Coloco for the love of God. <laughs> I think that kid is going to be good. Coloco, I, I like Coloco. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, and okay. let's, let's develop him for the love of God. He's a yeah, yeah, one but, like athlete. Like, let's do, yeah, there's, gotta, there's something you, in there. But you know what? I think we will develop it now with, with Pernal there, like in practice, yeah. like going back and forth and learning. And because he had nobody to go up against who Jamal Magor, like in practice. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> come on. So, come <laughs> on. <laughs> like, right? So now with Pernal, practice will develop these young kids. And this is why I'm saying I want a point guard to go against Fred Van Vliet to make him run, make it like so that we can, you know, build our young guys up. But we, we need those players going forward. All right, so so before we wrap up, I mean, you know, I would have wrapped up here, but obviously we saw what, what we, and we talked about in our chat groups this week about this weekend about uh, Ja, everything that's happened with him. I want to get you get you guys thoughts before we get out of here about about that because I think that situation to me is I, I I don't I don't understand what he's doing. I don't get it. Is this is this is more than just youthful ignorance? You know what I mean? Like what's going on? What's going on with Ja? Yeah, I want to wrap it up with Ja. Well, look, from my perspective, when I look at it, when I look at Ja, I look at it like this. When you're in the league, right, and you you come in the league, all these people come in, all these players come in the league, everyone comes from different backgrounds. From what I've heard about Ja is that he came from a decent background. Yeah. Um, You know, but what what happens is you get get lost in the sauce, right? And, And I, I know this from friends that played in the league or for sure. relatives. Same same thing, Julian, probably on your side, right? Maybe it's a little mm-hmm. bit different in hockey. But from, from, from basketball, and definitely I have a lot of football guys that made the league. Mm-hmm. And they go into the league as great dudes from decent families. Not everyone's from the hood just because you're black. Right. But we all have this persona because even though, like, I, I hate to say this, and maybe this is a whole other conversation and i don't want to be uh classes or uh what's the word i i i, I don't want to downplay our people but you know i always have found and this is my own personal experience that even though you're from a like i grew up as a, a middle class black person but as a middle class black person i never even though my parents were, were well off for for a black family I so I don't think they ever measured up to a middle class white family. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it does. Like so, my definition of 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 well off is I I I consider my, my you know growing up decent, well off, right? Mm-hmm. I, but but compared to a white family, or was was I like a, a upper middle class? Were we well off? No, we probably were under. But I look at Morant in the same situation as we always, even though you may consider Morant middle class, we are never far-fetched from lower class, right? Because we always have family in our lower class, friends in our lower class. Like, we, we, we never work up a, 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 a tax bracket. We always work down, right? From association, unfortunately. And I feel like the fact that Morant's in the situation now that he's, he's even though he was quote-unquote middle class, he's now a multimillionaire. He surrounds. He probably still has friends that are hood. You're hanging around people. Your influence is a lot different once you make that money. Now, instead of being just a guy, you're the leader of the crew. And I think it was. I, I think I saw something with. Uh, I don't know what former NBA player it was that was talking about this. 
But anyway, regardless, I, this exact same thing I said is that with the responsibility you you have, some people don't know how to how to how to act, right? And they 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 revert. They try to prove that they're harder than they are. And I think that's what Morat's doing is trying to get that. That there's no reason for Morat to try to act like he got street cred, but for some odd reason, these young youths that get money, they try to they try to to project like even though he's middle class he probably hangs around guys that are hood and he's trying to project like yeah i'm tough too right you go to yeah. extra mile i got money so i can I, I i'm gonna even project anymore i can get away with having a gun i can get away with flashing a gun i can get away with just no one can mess with me because i'm john Morant. i'll just put the gun to the guy's head that's a joke it's not a joke right and we know this as grown men but some of these young guys don't and i feel like it's it, it's unfortunate that Morant doesn't have anyone in his camp. Even and I, I hate to say this, I'm not a fan of Morant's dad. I think, I think he acts like a clown. Mm -hmm. But he needs someone in his camp. Like, you know, even when he's getting out of hand to say, "Yo, chill, don't do that dumb shit." Done. Like stop. Like you are not hood. You don't need to act hood. You don't need to to put out that type of energy out there because there's no reason for you to do it it's not like you're fighting for your life why the hell do you have a gun you could hire instead of buying that gun you could hire somebody to carry the gun for you you know what i mean like i just don't get it and you know I, I, candidly I, I whatever happens to him i think he deserves and, and you know it's funny like you know as we're getting older you know this this god blesses middle-aged negroes like like us i think part of it is like you you we're old enough now to to see we've already experienced a lot from watching from just living life and stuff so when you're seeing people keep repeating some of these cycles especially as athletes like you're, you're just kind of like wow i thought like you know like these guys would learn from history i guess you know they always say youth is wasted on the young you know what uh -huh. i mean so it's like it's, it's like kind of one of those things and it's funny you bring up iverson because iverson to me we're going into this season i thought morant is like the new iverson to the, and not because of off-the-court stuff. I just thought just the way he, his excitement, the way he plays, the way people gravitate towards him, I was like, I thought this guy was a new Iverson for this this generation of NBA to the point where I was like, I think Reebok should have made a play for him and have him sign under Iverson's shoe. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I, like I know he's got his own shoe, but I was like, the because they still sell the answers. I'm like, it would have been great to make John Morant the face of the, of the new Iversons. That would have been incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to, to me, that's what I was thinking. But I'm like, now it's like when you're seeing this stuff, especially when it's like it's not like he's not from the hood. We know that. And and a lot of this stuff is is self-inflicted. It's him that's doing this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So so to me, it's like you see where 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 the lack of veterans is missed on a team like this, because outside of outside of Steven Adams, there isn't like a vet. And I mean, like a vet like that's been in the league who's, you know, I hate to say this, who's black, that's been around the corner, that, that's just had those experiences. They, they don't, there's no vet like that on this team at all. Well, like, like, they're all like, young. Like what's his name on Miami? What's his name on Miami uh, that's retiring? Haslam. Like, like, Haslam. But a guy like Haslam, like, we joke around, like, yo, this guy's been there okay. way too long. But a guy yeah. like Haslam would be perfect for somebody like yeah. him. He's, he's, been, he's, he's been in the mud. He's been from, he's from the mud. You know what I mean? So he knows like the trappings and stuff. And on top of that, like, keep it real. People, a lot of people don't know about Memphis. Memphis is a real city. When it comes to guns and you know, fronting your heart, somebody's gonna test that gangster. 
Some yeah. from, I, I, from Memphis, I, you've seen it. Like somebody's gonna test yeah. that gangster. Like don't let's let's. I mean, I know he's he's having a great time and running Memphis and stuff, but like that ain't the city you play around with that shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. Like, like it, you you mentioned about his like history and learning from previous NBA players. He had he has a history just with him within himself in like in this year. Yeah, don't yeah. forget he had the he had the issue with the lasers, the gun lasers in the Indiana, like yep. the Indiana Indiana personnel. He had he remember last week he was doing the gun toting um, yeah, on the, the sidelines. Side yeah, I couldn't I saw that believe yeah. when he did that. I couldn't you believe know, that. It's like he has example. Like people have to. He's creating examples for people to address. So like, it's there for people to talk to him. Or players, or teammates, or coaches, or fathers, or mothers, or something. It's there, but he's just not. So I think there's something going on, like because I don't think he was like this off the cusp, like in his last year or the no, year before. No, not at all. It was outside of I the shit talking. We loved him. I, I think it's something going on. Like it could be the, the new Nike contract. It could be drugs. The it's something yeah. that's going on. The pressure, eh, not even pressure. I think it's something. So, well, it could be pressure. I, I, yeah, no, I'm, saying, I'm saying pressure from the new contract. That's what I mean. And yeah, expectations well, and stuff. to make him act like a fucking idiot. I don't. I, know. I don't. Don't think so. I don't think it's that. I just think something is going on, and he's not going to allude to it right now. But drugs, I think though, there's something. Right. Yeah, I, I think it could be because what he's in a club and he's doing it. He's not thinking straight. He's definitely not thinking straight. He definitely was high or drunk or off something at that moment. There is no question. Yeah. There is no question. Right, what that is, who knows? But there's something going on that he has to address and manage going forward. And it, it sounds like to me it's drugs. It sounds like to me because it makes yeah, no sense. yeah. It makes and, no, it makes no other sense. And Ju- right? Julian and Joel could, I mean, Julian and and, uh, and Joel and, and Randall, you guys could both attest because you know Randall, your cousin is Joel Anthony, Julian, mm-hmm. your brother's Joel Ward or Joel Ward. But like, we've gone out to parties, we've gone all this. I'm not gonna you know share details and stuff, but I'm saying like. An example of like hanging with your brother and and yeah. both your family members were not like this, so we're not even going to mm-hmm. put them in the same realm. But this the thing is, if there was even a sense of what that is, and I, and 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 I can say this just for myself, just being around like your brother uh, Julian. Mm-hmm. If, if your brother was anything like that, if that was me, I would have oh. been like, "Yo, give me your phone, Joe. Yes. Give me your phone." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I know yeah. you, you already like that. I always said you're a, yeah. you were the E. So it was Vince. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, and I mean that complimentary. Like, you're you're eating, yeah, yeah. but I, but but I'm like seeing certain stuff. Like, e- even when I was around, like, I would kind of be like looking, like looking at people, looking at certain things. While I'm having a great time, I'm still like, okay, mm-hmm. that looks a little fishy. Yo, get that person out of here. Like, we all had a little protection for him because it was like, yeah, he's not on the John Morant level, but we still knew who he was. So it's like we and had a protection from him, just, but we're but all. But he doesn't we, have. So, we all have a set. Sorry, go ahead. All of us had a like. All of us had a, our head on our shoulders, and I can say the same thing yeah. with Joel. But like in his case, even he with doesn't. that, it's like, dude, like at that point, like where's that friend to be? Like, yo, what the? F- get off this live. He doesn't. That, that I was, that I was gonna cut you off to say he doesn't. Yeah, I know. Too many I know. yes doesn't. men. Too many yes men. Yeah. And not only yes men, it's just too many knuckleheads. Is knuckleheads. Remember, Randall, somebody pointed a laser, a gun laser, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the other team. And, and, it, and, it, and it could have been, did the people actually see a gun or was it like a, one of the laser pointers? No, pointers? it was a little laser pointer. Yeah, but, no, but, but, it but either, wasn't confirmed. Yeah, either, 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 either way, yeah, the connotation is. is, is, is yes. Right. And don't forget, we didn't even discuss about him 
and that issue with the the teenager on his um property, on his property playing one on one and whatnot there right beat the beating he took the kid took so like again whoa, 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 whoa. you said the beating the kid took i don't didn't he take that. a beating he did didn't he take a beating he did I didn't, what do you mean he took a beating? I don't remember. I, I don't know what happened. Like I, uh, like I do know what happened, but like I don't know. Fresh off my mind, they were playing. They're playing ball, and the kid, the kid threw the ball at him, and then he, yeah. he and then he punched him up like 12, 13 times in his head. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, well, it's ongoing now, right? The the um the suit or whatever. Yeah, like there's so many things that that's there. Like even like nobody should. If somebody throws a ball at my brother or. or like somebody famous, I'm like, yo, let on, like, on his property. Know, yeah, we gonna yeah. fight. I I get right. that. <laughs> but no, no, I'm not saying we will fight. But I'm like, yo, like, like we're gonna deal with this later. Like something, like somehow discreetly, <laughs> like we're gonna make things right, mm-hmm. right. But like, I'm not gonna jeopardize his the career, future. right, right, future. Like, you know, it's just like so. That's what I'm saying to Randall. It's just like not just yes, man, because they're not. It's not him acting out of control all the time is it's the people that he has around him that are knuckleheads it sounds yeah. like a straight fucking idiot yeah. shoot and i remember just... I re- yo dude i remember when michael beasley was in miami and his entourage i remember telling Beasley like yo what are you hanging around these dudes for <laughs> yeah like yo just why are you hanging around these i call i'm like why are you hanging around these baby kids like yeah, these yeah. guys are out there just causing ruckus, like just out there young and 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 and, and reckless, man. Right, and it's be- probably because his head was a baby kid. It's his head was a knucklehead, and I- I'm afraid that Morant's head right now is a knucklehead. But I'm hoping that I I'm actually hoping that it had to do with drugs or had. Or but even yeah. when he's on the or something like, but even on the court when he's doing the gun, the I gun, think... like he knows he has issues with the the, 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 the gun banter in the media. He's still doing it. Like the way the yeah, so, like, so that to me is not drugs. About it too, like, like yes, said, so, like, like, I'm yes. like, yeah. So it's not I'm drugs at that but point. It kind of, it kind of remind. But even if it's not drugs, I kind of feel like it was almost like he was taunting the situation. Yes, and it was yes. like, so right even if it wasn't drug related, if, if just the fact that he was taunting the situation. That's why I couldn't believe when he did that at Houston on the sideline. I couldn't believe. Oh that. my gosh. And, 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 then I, it, and then I was like, and then nobody addressed it. Like it took it took the live a few days later for them to address it. Because even from from that point, well, on, you I'm don't really, know. Well, sorry, sorry, I have to cut you. Off. You don't know if it was. You that's don't know true. If it was it was behind point. the you're scenes. Right. You're, you right. you're right. You're right. You're not going to come right. out in public say we addressed this gun salute. Yeah, 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 no, no, no you're right. You're right. Great point. You're right. You're right. To me, that I couldn't believe that. Like when I saw that, I was like, what is going on with this kid? And he and he honestly, he's lucky that didn't blow up because mm-hmm. because everything else blew up except that. I'm like. Like, like, I'm surprised that like that didn't blow up, but I I couldn't yeah. believe when I saw that. But I, I mean, yeah. I w- I wish him the best, but like, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens to him going forward. But like, you're gonna get a new set of problems in terms of like fans taunting you and different. I mean, they're calling him John Wick right now. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I do, li- I do yeah. like that though. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm just like you know, and and then again, you just he kind of well, he not kind of he replaced Kyrie as like the point guard face of Nike. So it's like yeah. you you just got that contract. You just got your your shoes about to come out. You know what I mean? Like what are you doing? Like that? Like to me, it's just it's not smart. Like at the, at the end of the day, I'm just like you got to protect the asset that's there. Like just as friends and family. Like the worst. Like I said, I know he doesn't have anybody. And I know people are looking at the father like, yo, like your pops is at the court side every game. Like, 
<laughs> take off the shades and mentor him. Like, what the hell? You know yeah. what I mean? But, you know, and, and, and who knows? We don't know. Maybe they are, and he's just not listening. We don't know, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know the full story. But it's just, it's a shame to see that it, it's, it's gone to this extent. Like, at the end of the day, it's no crime has been committed, luckily. Like, or not luckily, but, you know, like, it hasn't gone to that point. So you're just hoping they nip this in the bud and, you know, we just forget about this in a, in a year or two. But, like, you just hope you don't want to hear, like, more shit happening where it becomes like a, like a Michael Vick situation and all of a sudden yeah. it's like, you know, like, we, yeah, like, we've seen the history yeah. of all this happen. And I'm surprised, like, somebody like him hasn't, like, read the room of the history or, like, the history books of, you know what I mean? Like, just going through may, little stories. He may have as well. He may have. Yeah, he no, may you're have, right. But he's just a knucklehead. He's just, just a knucklehead. Yeah. Knuckleheads are knuckleheads. They just do knucklehead shit, right? That's, so and, and that's like, where I'm, and that's where I'm disappointed because you're calling him a knucklehead, and I'm just like, yeah, like I, I, I waited. It's funny because in our chat, somebody asked me like um, a couple of weeks ago, "Is Ja a knucklehead?" Because they know I I throw that knucklehead term in this next chat all the time, and then somebody asked me, "Sees is he a knucklehead now?" I go, "No, no, it's still too early, man. Give him, give him." Then they asked me, is he now? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like two incidences. And I'm like, no. But this last one, I said, fuck, this is it. The gun in the, in the club. I go, he's a, officially <laughs> labeled a knucklehead by He's the official knucklehead. <laughs> yeah, I put to me, like, that's beyond, like, that's beyond knucklehead. So um, let's see how he bounces back from it. He had the right statement. He said he owned up to it. Mm-hmm. And let's just see how he is going forward. Yeah. That's all, that's all you could do. Uh, brothers, thank you for for doing the uh, the annual State of the Raptors address, man. As we always do, it's one of my favorite pods that we do every year, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, as, as always. And then you know the the playoffs are, are hopefully coming through. Well, we'll see if the Raptors make the playoffs. But if we do, then you know definitely come back for that, and and then we'll figure it out from there. But as always, brothers, thank you, thank you as always. So, no are we get, could we having a when? Vav, we get straight. Can we have an emergency pod on it? <laughs> absolutely. We, we, and, and, for, and, for you, Randall. To the men in the background. Like, for, for you, Randall, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Say goodbye. And then you got a picture of Julian like looking at his, his photo. Will, will Julian be looking out of, the, out, out, of, out of the window like while it's raining? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. We will, for you, Randall, we will do one. For, for sure. My man. My man. <laughs> Thank you very, 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 very much for checking out the latest episode of the Av Podcast, the annual State of the Raptors Address. Um, shout out to the South Shirai family, Randall Walter and Julian, a.k.a. Jules, the commish, for both riding shotgun in this annual episode. If, and I repeat, if the Raptors make the playoffs this year, I'll do some playoff edition episodes as well. Regardless, I'll be doing some more hoop ones as the playoffs ramp up. Um, now I, I haven't done this before, but starting on Friday, the last season for the show, we'll be doing a weekly recap of, of snowfall. All right. So episode four will be out tomorrow, I believe. So, uh, we will be on top of that and we'll be recapping the first four episodes of, or at least the first season so far. Look out for that on Friday. As well as some more interviews coming down the pipeline. Be on the lookout for all of it. I'm working. I'm working. Regardless of the fact, check everything out on SouthShirav.com for the latest episodes. And also, like, rate, review, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you haven't already, leave the comments. 
all that. I appreciate you. And, and also click on the past years of, of the State of the Raptors address as well. If you're a Raptors fan, it's a, it's a fun trip down memory lane. It's in the show notes, so just have fun with that. All right. For Round the Walter and Julian, a.k.a. Jews of Kamish, my name is Cal C. And you just tuned into the latest episode of the Av Podcast right here on Sasha Rav Radio. All right. Until the snowfall recaps, we out. We out.